0: This is Steelers today. I'm Eddie Provident. With me is Dale Lolly uh, You're watching DK Pittsburgh Sports. Dale, we're back on the South Side, man. It's been a while. Uh, are you enjoying the cold weather here more than you were enjoying LA? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I
1: I'm here every day, so you know it is what it is. Uh, you know, it's, it's just
0: another, just day,
1: another in day in paradise for you. Paradise, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so we heard from Mike Tomlin yesterday. We heard from Ben Roethlisberger today. Um, Obviously, not a happy, uh, happy building. Not too happy uh, about how that game ended. I, I really, I mean, I, I admire the fight that they showed on Sunday night, but uh, man, that that last, you know, that last drive for the Chargers and how the you know the drive ended for the Steelers with the two sacks really kind of was a gut punch. And uh, you can you could see uh, Tomlin was a little different than he normally is in, the, in his press conferences. I thought yesterday with how much
1: I didn't really think he was. I, I think. Yeah, I, I looked at it. You know, he took, he took responsibility for what happened mm-hmm. out there. At the same time, you know, when your defense was compromised as it was, I, I don't know how anybody, you know, necessarily expected things to, to be remarkably different. The fact that they had a chance to win that game. They yeah. were six-point underdogs in that game for a reason. Right. Um, you know, they, they battled. Uh, the Chargers are a good football team. That game played out very much like the, the, the same way that the, the Chargers game against the Browns played out, out there. That was, about, what, a 47-42 mm-hmm. game. Uh, the Chargers have a, a challenging offense to defend, and when you don't have all of your, uh, your pieces. Five pro bowlers you
0: know, out of the lineup.
1: It, it, it makes a difference. Um, you know, it's, it's not an excuse. It's just the reality of the situation. Uh, they still had a chance to win the game. They could have won the game. Uh, quite frankly, I thought at one point they were going to win the game uh, You know, late in the fourth quarter. Same. Uh, it just didn't work out for them. That's the way the NFL is this season. Um, you know, how else do you explain some of the the odd things we've seen happen this year in terms of you know who beats who? I mean, you know, the, the Jets have two wins. They've beaten what the the, the Titans and the um, Bengals. The, the Bengals. you know, it's just <laughs> it's just craziness all yeah. around the league this year. Anything can happen. The AFC remains wide open. Uh, you know, it, it just it just is. Um, you know, it, in terms of what's it happened to the Steelers? Uh, you know, we talked about it after the game on Sunday. Everything is still right there in front of them yep. because they have so many division games remaining, and that remains their best path, their easiest path to get to the uh, playoffs is to win the AFC North, and it's still right there uh, yep. available for them to do.
0: They they play the Bengals one more time at home. They play the Ravens twice. They got the Browns one more time. I, I mean, there's there's everything like you said. Everything there is in front of them, and I really thought that. You know, and I realize, you know, we talked about this on Sunday night that some of the offensive uh, plays in the fourth quarter came off of splash plays from the defense and the special teams. But I really did think we saw a little bit uh, of of something from the offense, a little bit of a spark that I think they can build on. And if they can build on that, plus getting healthy on defense, uh, this team, it's, you know, no one's going to want to play them down the stretch.
1: I I thought that the offense in particular, you know, showed some signs of life. And, and Ben Roethlisberger talked about it this morning, the fact that they were able to go to a no-huddle offense, a true no-huddle mm-hmm. offense, it's not this this two-minute offense right. that they've been running, but a true no-huddle offense where he's kind of calling the protections and things at the line of scrimmage and the offense was able to execute it uh, properly uh, was a big deal yeah. for this team. I mean, it's still a young offensive line. They're still learning. So, you know, that makes a difference here. Um, you know they haven't run as much no huddle as they have in the past and so you know if they're able to do that change the pace up a little bit at times uh, again it, it makes a difference they're not as predictable Uh is able to get the defense into predictable defenses uh, because yeah. you know when they're running no huddle the defense can't change it every team when you're running the no huddle every team has its default in terms of defense so you know, if the de- if the if the opposing team's default is a cover two, mm-hmm. well now, now Roethlisberger knows. Okay, I'm gonna uh, if we go no huddle here, I'm gonna get cover two. Uh, and he knows what the cover two beaters are. It, it makes a big difference because everybody has those defaults because you're not able to make as many. They're not get, the defense can't get his calls in. for yeah. the, the and then also sideline. there's
0: the, there's the potential for personnel ma- uh, mismatches right. and you know if if the if defense is in a you know a heavier defense you can try to get you know, spread right. out and and so yeah I, I loved seeing that and and you know maybe we can get into this after the break. I personally I, uh, I have a lot more confidence in Ben calling the plays right now than. In Matt Canada. <laughs> well he's just he, you know
1: he's got so much experience and that's why you go back to Ben Roethlisberger in that situation. I know there are some people questioning why they would uh, go with Ben uh, you know having not practiced last week. The experience that that's, he has above it. the neck is, is is just remarkably it's just so much more. I mean you're talking about a guy with with 230 plus NFL starts compared to a guy who has 10.
0: Yeah, I mean, exactly. Just, it makes it's, a huge difference. Yeah. So when we come back, we'll get back into that, get into a little bit of play calling. This is uh, Steelers Today on DK Pittsburgh Sports.
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.
0: All right, welcome back to Steelers today. Uh, Dale, one of the things that I, and you know, you tell me if I'm wrong about this, but one of the things that's really been bugging me is I realized that they're using Najee Harris a lot. But it seems like when they get inside the ten yard line, they stop using him the way they're supposed to use him. He, in two game, in the last two games, they've had seven snaps inside the six yard line, and he's gotten the ball on one of them. I, I don't like. I mean, like, I, am I wrong about that, or is is there so-
1: I, I get, I get the people complaining about that, and and I have as well. Um, you know, you're allowed to run the football in those situations. At the same time the defense also has a pretty good idea that you're running the ball in those situations okay. in the offensive line, quite frankly, uh, you know, I just, you know, watching rewatching the, the play where Harris got stuffed for no gain. I don't know if anybody got a, a correct block on, yeah. on anybody. So, you know, th- that's part of it. Uh, it's a lack of trust, I think to, to, a certain degree in the offensive line, but I also think they could be better about what they call and in, in the personnel that they use down there for sure. And it's a mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you, it, you have to set plays up, and you have to know that if you're going to go for it on fourth and, uh, fourth and goal from the two, um, you know, it, you're allowed to run the ball before that because, you know, you're again, you're trying to right. set things up. Um, you know, I, everything looks worse when you don't when you, lose. When you don't <laughs> when you don't score and when yeah. you lose. Um, you know, that's just the reality. But you're going to be questioned about those things. You're going to be second guessed. Would I like to see them run the ball more down there? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, and and you know, it it's again it's a mentality. I remember going back uh two years or three years ago when Randy Feekner's first year, and they ran the ball an incredibly high amount inside mm-hmm. the inside the opposing five. Um that's why James Conner had so many touchdowns. Uh could they do that with Najee Harris? Absolutely. Um you know, it, it it's just something, again, you have to have that mentality, trust your 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 personnel packages, mm-hmm. the you know, the big packages and those kind of things. Um, and just do it, uh, you can always you know, throw out of those packages as well. So it's something that, that again, I think they're, they're still finding their way with in terms of a, a first-year offensive coordinator. At the same time, we're now 11 games into this thing or t- with 10 games. Yeah, gone 10 into going thing, into 11, yeah. Um, you got to find ways to get the ball in the end zone. If you do that, nobody complains about what, what exactly. play you did it with. That's just a reality.
0: You, you brought up heavy packages. Is, is there any chance that you think that we'd see more of, you know, an extra offensive lineman and Derek Watt in these circumstances, or do you think he's just not going to telegraph running the ball like that?
1: Well, I mean, they did it. Uh, you know, when they got the the pass interference penalty, they went to that package. It was the first time the Zach Banner has played this year. Uh, mm-hmm. know, they they haven't used Derek Watt a lot. They've used him some. Um,
0: Very sparingly. Yeah.
1: I mean, but. This isn't nineteen, you know, eighty four where the fullback's going to be out there all the time, and they're not that kind of team. They want to throw the football. Um, you know, they're they're not the 49ers who want to run the ball and run the right. ball and run the ball. That's just not the reality of who they are. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think they could use that package more. It's, it's I thought that they would have uh, incorporated it more to this point. Um, Banner's been healthy the last few weeks. You'd like to have a you know some way to get him on the field, and that's a good way to get his mm-hmm. feet wet. Absolutely, um, you know that was the first snap that he had seen on Sunday since the uh, what second game of the pre third game of the preseason uh, for them. Um, you know that's that's it's just different playing in games, so you know it's a good way to, to get him acclimated in case you do need him.
0: Yeah. well that'll be it for us. Um, looking forward to uh, Sunday against the Bengals and uh back at Heinz Field. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy everybody. Thanksgiving. Real quick. Favorite uh, favorite Thanksgiving side? Side? Yeah uh, side dish. Probably stuffing. Stuffing. I'm a sweet potatoes guy. So well hey thanks for watching Steelers today for Dale Lawley and DK Pittsburgh Sports. I'm Eddie Provident. We'll see you after the holiday.